Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Words, Women, and Wisdom radio show, streaming live from BBS Radio in California and syndicating to over 100 other stations globally, including iHeart and iTunes. Today, I am joined by a beautiful guest, great friend of mine, Jennifer Huff. Hello, Jennifer. I am so happy to be here, and thanks for inviting me, Yvonne. You are welcome. I was excited to hear about your new book, and I'll I'll do your formal intro in a moment. For those who are listening live and saying, who the heck is Yvonne Silva? Why is she hosting this show? Little bit of context. I host this show to put the spotlight on women who have risen from tragedy to triumph and are now out there doing noteworthy things globally or in their community. They're making an impact. They're making a massive difference. And Jennifer is definitely one of those people. So I look at the women and say, what can we learn from the wisdom What can we learn from them as leaders and those who have a social enterprise mission, especially touch my heart. I'm by trade um, a certified executive coach and and, uh, a mentor for women entrepreneurs who are seeking to flourish in business. And most of my work is around helping them to step up from a solopreneur to a CEO, to add their team, to add the language that will give them sales mastery and elevate their communications. So communications is my thing. Radio shows, speaking, virtual summits, events, podcasts, and a best-selling book as well. So I'm delighted today. Um, I met Jennifer at the uh, Evolutionary Business Council retreat a couple of years ago. Funny, quick story. I literally had wanted to meet Jennifer and the room was full. There was one seat open. I went to sat, sit down. The one beside it had a, a shawl, I think, and a, and a purse on the table. And who came and sat down beside me? Jennifer! So this is just a demonstration that the universe is amazingly powerful and magical when you're clear on what you want. And we're going to talk about that a little today. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't met Jennifer, um, Jennifer is um, the founder and president for The Wide Awakening. She's a best-selling international author, expert in applied physics. She is the author of the new book, Unstuck, and she's also the founder of the largest integrative nutrition practice in Canada. I'm here in Canada, in Calgary, Alberta, currently, um, and founded the first mentorship program for complementary entrepreneurs over two decades ago. So she's an expert in practical applied physics. We're going to talk a lot today about how to bring this science down to something that is um, easy to understand and apply. She's mentored doctors, executives, and thought leaders globally. Her passion is to make those physical physics practical after years working with mystics, scientists, and shamans from eight different countries. Oh, so much juicy wisdom here. To free herself of her own struggle around chronic fatigue and self-sabotage. And now she's been out on international stages, radio, television, podcasts, and is the author and co-author of countless books and articles. So I love what you shared with me, this, you know, question, right? Would you be okay with a eulogy describing your life exactly as it is today? Is there an aching voice inside you insisting that you could actually love your life or at the very least like it? Because so many people, I think, in COVID have gotten stuck. So Mm. let's dive in. I'd love to hear the backstory, Jennifer, what led you to this work. And then let's look at the newest info with the Unstuck book and the success that that's having already. Sounds wonderful. Yeah, there is there's there is a lot going on in the world, isn't it? Isn't there? there is, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was equally amazed when we uh when we started talking, when we were sitting next to next to each other, there were so many people in that room. And I thought, oh, I know I'm sitting next to the perfect person. There so, we go. I'm not perfect, go. but in the situation, <laughs> perfect person to be the perfect, yes. perfect person for us. The, uh, yeah, Unstuck has been quite a journey. Um, it's interesting because truly in, in my vernacular, I, I might say more uh, flourishing forward or expanding forward because for me, Unstuck would be the booby prize. Yes. So it's interesting, you know, we, you're right. There are so many people that are stuck right now 
And uh, really what they're doing is not so much being stuck. They're actually recreating the same results over and over and over again. And those results are because of their fears or mm-hmm. because of something that happened in the past or something they're trying to prevent instead of actually expanding forward. And right. so we run around in circles doing that. And that's really what stuckness is. It's not actually stuck. You're moving, but in the movement, you just keep recreating the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started in this work um, to begin with? And what was that tragedy to triumph story that I think our listeners will find so intriguing and listeners if you have your pens ready and if you don't I'd say go grab a pen right now we're going to have an opportunity for a live dial-in with questions as well that you can bring forward to Jennifer so write this number down it is 1-888-627- six zero zero eight and I'll talk about that a little bit more as we get to that point in the in the show go ahead Jennifer so uh yeah the journey that I went on was interesting I I think I just have had a series of tragedies honestly Mm. Uh, when I was born I had a serious temperature where I should have died and didn't I suppose I decided to choose to continue to be here with my mother and parents love uh and then I uh I lost my eyesight in one eye when I was little and had a series of three different eye operations Mm. and I I spent most of my developmental years really hiding from people being extremely unbearably shy actually uh and everything sort of came to a head when i graduated from university and i in canada and i ended up working for a big multinational company and um it probably it was a great experience uh, even the things that i learned there are coming into my business now you know the things that i learned are being applied But one of the things that happened was that I knew that I was meant for bigger things. So I lived on my sailboat. I exposed myself to some serious toxins on that sailboat because my boat developed something called osmosis. We don't need to go into that, but let's just say that in order to fix it on my salary, it was so expensive that I had to learn how to do it myself. Right. And the cost of that was getting extremely sick. Um, the doctor's telling me that based on the cuprous oxide that I exposed myself, I should have cancer. I should have died, blah, 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 blah. And so I ended up studying nutrition because the doctors couldn't help me detoxify. That's not what they do. Right. So I had to go and explore and what ended up happening. So imagine getting headaches. I had welts coming out my neck. I had chronic yeast infections. I was depressed all the time. It was horrific. And what ended up happening is that since the doctors couldn't help me, by the way, we, we would never be talking about this book if this hadn't happened. Right. So ever, um, I had to go and explore options that were more integrative, adventurous. You know, I had to explore, uh, I, I didn't have to, but I was guided to explore the realm of physics. I went and worked with many shaman all over the world. And the result is that most of the toxins that uh, were in my body are now out of my body. I no longer get migraines. Uh, depression is a thing of the past. My body is incredibly resilient. I even had my biological age done around, I wanted to benchmark it. So around the age of 29 to 31, I can't remember exactly. And my uh, biological age tested, my biological age was somewhere around 52, something like that. And I had my biological age done at 45 years old, which is about 10 years ago. And my biological age after going through the process of, of, um, epigenetically <laughs> roto roto rooting my my way of being and uh, realigning my biology to a flourishing operating system by doing that both through nutrition but mostly through 
actually changing the way I plug into life. What happened was my biological age at 45-ish was 33, I think. So I I chronologically was aging, adding years, but my biology was reversing years. So that's basically what happened to me. And now I pay that information forward to, you know, people all over the world. And it's such a privilege to be able to, I mean, uh, I would never have imagined when I was in university studying economics and accounting that I would have exposed myself to such brilliant, brilliant humans and also expansive, ridiculous information that anyone can embody. Like really it is not for special people, but I had no idea that I didn't know it until I got sick. So uh, I really, um, I'm inspired to make sure people don't actually have to end up sick or at least not get, get as sick as I was before. Um, and it's, it's physically sick. It's also be out of alignment in their lives and off purpose and out of flow. So they're all tied together, right? Yeah, they are. And what I find ironic is that you had three surgeries for your eyesight. And Mm. yet I've heard in the past, you describe yourself as a seer. I know. Isn't it funny? Here you are now, you know, completely proving that wrong <laughs> i know it's, it's as a just... visionary transformational global leader creating all kinds of awakened change in people and looking at you know getting uh, unstuck right the, yes. the, the the physics of getting out of your own way yes and what can result from that not only a flourishing life but ailments that you didn't even think were possible to cure mm-hmm. disappear yep Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what led to the career as a nutritionist, which uh, had me realize that there was more to life than just, you know, medicating myself with foods that feel good or whatever else I was using and uh, ended up realizing that, that, you know, Yvonne, as I as we settle into our conversation today, I'm just so present to the crazy time it is in this world. It's just a really crazy time. And it's so easy to be pulled out, pulled out by uh, the trauma that other people are having for various and sundry reasons. It's just so easy to be, you know, gaslit by our surroundings, meaning, you know, whether we're watching the news, whether we're listening to our uncle argue for his point of view, you know, whether it doesn't matter what we're doing, but there are so many things. And that's on top of everyday life, which can already have its own, its own stuff. Yeah. And I hear people talking a lot about resilience And I love the word word resilient, but it's sort of like the word unstuck. Resilient is really, resiliency is wonderful. And what if we could actually flourish through instead of just be resilient? What if we could actually uh, exponentiate what's possible? What if we were plugged into life a different way? No matter where the starting point is, the, the operating system for flourishing is available to all people. So, so it's really present for me right now. Very, very present. And some of our philanthropic work is becoming much more important to me because, you know, it's, it's just, it's just time. It's time. You know, we're either going to hide under the covers at this point we're actually going to learn how to be the contribution and listen to that heart's calling that we feel so that we can fully fulfill on that. Right. And, uh, and, and just go for it, whether we're the ones leading or we're the ones that are part of a group or a team or a, or an entourage to be able to do it in our own way. Yeah. Well, I, I had um, a coach, a previous coach of mine do a download one time because I was floundering around in my own, you know, what do I, what am I here for, for sort of question mark. Um, 
and downloaded that I was here to uplift the spirit of humanity. And at the time I'm thinking, holy smokes, that's a massive job. How the heck am I going to do that? Well, (laughs) this is why I'm choosing not to get buried today in what's happening in the world, in the news, things that I don't feel I have direct control over and continue to air in particular a live show today on what we can do. What we can do to stay positive, Mm -hmm. move forward, look at life through a completely different lens, get out of our own way, get unstuck no matter where you are in the world. There is some positive step that you can take to move forwards. And I want everyone to put the energy in that direction rather than the, you know, I don't. I don't like watching the news in the morning and definitely mm. not at night. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't get buried and sidetracked by it as an empath. Um, but this is beautiful work that you've done in your book. So let's talk a little bit. Um, I know that you have, um, you know, one question that you start your year with yeah. um, every year. And I don't know if that connects directly to the book, but I'm interested to hear what that, what, what is that question? So, uh, well, it does. In fact, I think it's in the, in, I asked that question right in the introduction, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, as a, as a, as a lead in to the rest of the book, which is, and I ask it differently every time, just whatever, whichever way inspires me, but you'll get the basic essence. It's an extremely long winded question, but by asking it that way, it kind of taps me in. It gets me out of my head and into my cells of my body. And the question is, so everybody breathe for a second to all the listeners as well. Just breathe for a second and, uh, and really let yourself be present. Take your consciousness behind your eyes and just hear this question with your cells as opposed to your ears, because you have 50 trillion cells. So the question is, what is the most fulfilling thing that I could do? that would make the greatest use of everything I've ever learned that would cause the biggest impact that would inspire me when I get up in the morning, an impact that would be on humanity or my community or my family that would leave me feeling like I have a life of meaning. That's the question. Mm. Well, my crown is just buzzing. I'm like in tune (laughs) as one of your students. That's probably why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And Yvonne, it's just so great to have you um, in our programs. It's just, it's just, you can tell, you know, it's sort of like you had me at hello. No wonder we sat next to each other. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes, it is powerful work. um, And it also is the work that sometimes in the busyness of life, yes, gets pushed aside. So I'm a great fan of, you know, new year, new energy, you know, set yourself up for success um, to start the year with, you know, one word. Um, my word for this year is abundance, um, supported by unwavering. Um, oh. I, I need to get more systematic. Um, I'm nurturing action. Mm. Um, knowledge and blueprint is my personality code. So blueprint, systems structure that's my very last thing so I need to put more focus on that and being consistent and I'm wavering this year as well I love the word spaciousness which speaks to we can all get okay dude here is one of the things I mean for me this is just paramount and I watch people run around And myself, by the way, I used to do this all the time. There was this frenetic energy of how do I survive? How do I make it through, you know, this year? How do I make sure I have enough money or enough clients or enough fill in the gap? You know, I I watched uh, one of the people that works for us yesterday um, just having such a hard time in her love life, you know, and all, all of these things are situations or results that we're seeking and we go and take the program or talk to the person who consults us about or run around you know trying to meditate on or read a book specifically on getting those specific results and we don't change 
the way we're plugged into life. And because the person who's plugged into life is looking to fix their brokenness, which you're not broken, nobody is, is looking to um, survive really well, which we were designed to thrive. So neither of those things are in alignment, looking to get things under control before. mm -mm -mm. But my favorite one is we look for result, the result first, then I can feel good. Then I can take a course on having meaning in my life. When actually, until you actually, until you align with the reason you were born, you know, every life you've ever had has given you skill sets and natural propensities that are built into your beingness. My mother's an identical twin and her and her sister are completely different. They had the same parents born at the same time, blah, 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 blah. There is, it's hard to tell the difference between the two of them still, when you look at them and they're both 81 years old at this point. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. But the point is this, is that they are such different people. I can't even tell you. It is great. And they were in the same sports, you know, and even my grandmother, their mother knew that they were very, very, very different. The point being this, that we all came in with propensities and skill sets. We were born with those. And what we do is we, we think of ourselves as not that special when we were actually infinite wisdom's good idea, like a new species could have been born, a new solar system could have been birthed, a new kind of, you know, I don't know, comet could have been, you know, coming from the heavens. But in the moment you were born, consciousness looked at every single uh, aspect of the entire universe. And your spirit came through that body in that family ready for those experiences that would catalyze that understanding of life, that amount of compassion, that amount of whatever it is, oh, the universe is calling. So, um, <laughs> right, that whatever it is. And the point is that if we were put into that amount of consideration before that spirit poured through this body in this time of great change where there's tremendous polarity, then you are no mistake. And how you treat yourself and how you revere yourself and how you relate to your magnificence, that the entirety of infinite wisdom thought you were a good idea in considering everything that ever was, everything that will ever be in a time of great change in a civilization that is built of creator consciousness, you know, creation in human form, individual unique expressions. And you are born now, but we run around like our life doesn't matter. Like, like survival is all that matters. I could just get through this. Yet we were born with these abilities to be able to really plug into superpowers that allow us to transcend the 3D-ness of survival. And yet we, you know, we are rarely reminded of that. And so what to full circle the conversation, to aim for a circumstance that would make you feel a little bit, a little bit better, like to aim for a little result that you think would make you feel a little bit better is so the booby prize. If only I had a relationship, if only, you know, I made a kajillion dollars, if only I won the lottery, if only, if only, if only. Yeah. As we actually ask a different question, not the how do I get the result question, but the, how do I line up? with the frequency of life and learn the skill sets of the people that actually live in overflow so mm-hmm. that I embody those as a natural way of being. I'm no longer in emergency mode anymore because I know that everything comes to me because I've learned, I've collected evidence, I notice, and my interest is no longer in knee-jerk reactions to to emergencies or to perceived emergencies at very least. Right now we could we could easily think of at least 10 things that were emergencies, right? 
I mean, really go in the world right now, we could easily think of 10 things that are completely not even in our own families that are emergencies for reals, you know? Right. And so, and so it's in that mode that we're taken out of the natural operating system of life and the power to actually make the change that we're seeking such that we don't live in a world full of deep polarity takes a different way of plugging into life. You can't plug into life in emergency mode or you just expand. Physics says, you know, it's not so much what you put your attention on. Physics says how you're being in life. If you're operating from emergency mode, you're just expanding emergency mode much more than just thinking about the emergency. You're being in emergency mode when you can default to a different mode where you actually process what others would call emergencies differently because you understand the laws of physics and the laws of life, all of a sudden you're not taken out by anything. Now you can manifest anything. You can, you, you, everything you ever desired can come your way. And mostly when you're in that state, you're not really worried about what you're, you desire. You're more um, wanting to use those superpowers to make the greatest difference that you can make when you're yeah. that grounded in your own body and your own life. You get you kind yeah. of get what I'm saying? I do because I shifted. <clears throat> I know that I shifted my energy um, last fall. Um, and that was partly due to having, you know, a couple of medical emergencies going on, um, mm-hmm. you know, back to back with family members. Mm-hmm. And my attention was off my business. I mean, I was mm-hmm. still supporting my existing clients, but it certainly was not about proactive, you know, building out. And we did that uh, exercise of the, you know, start your day in a different way. Um, yeah. And start looking at, you know, what you want to create in visualizing yes. it and then capturing the evidence. Yes. And that did make a massive shift, which is why I was stepping in with the word of the year abundance awesome. and just knowing, knowing yeah. that it was happening, knowing there was no doubt. There was no, you know, I was fully believing that that was happening and had my best year for our best month for quite a few months in December so it was like the lead up how fun is that yeah 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 and it, it it's interesting isn't it when you start to understand the laws of physics which you and I were talking about around that point yeah um when you start to understand the laws of physics you start to under and most people don't they 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 think they do or they've seen the movie the secret or they've they they think they understand and all of that is great as a stepping stone and there's so much more and it's so much easier than one thinks spending a little bit of time to actually embody and understand not as a thing to think about but as a default knowing a cellular knowing as we that which is what I call embodiment it's like it's like riding a bike right when you know how to ride a bike you hop on the bike and maybe you know if you haven't ridden for 10 years it might take a couple of minutes to get back on but there's a certain innateness to the embodiment of riding a bike when we embody a thriving operating system we live unstuck you know we we live unstuck and so even the exercises in the book of on are um, exercises to get on the path of making thriving your default way of being rather than, you know, it's like me when I had migraines. Um, gosh, if I could only get rid of the migraines, then I could be happy. And the interesting part was, it was the work that I did in between having migraines that actually eventually led to a moment where um, I just had a tremendous realization about the pressure I put on myself that is ancestral and the perfectionism. And I was in the middle of a migraine when I had that awareness was nuts. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but the awareness wouldn't have come to me unless I could 
I learned an ability, which I love teaching people how to do it's because I can go to a dentist and not even need freezing. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's pretty crazy. So I figured out how to actually be in my consciousness and let the physical experience be the physical experience without me. And, and that left me neutral enough to be able to receive answers about the migraines that since then, I think I've had, and that's what, 20 years, 25 years ago, I think I've had one migraine. So, um, and guess what? I was completely stressed out. I totally forgot myself. And, uh, but, you know, that's pretty miraculous given that I was having them three times a month. Yeah. I first got them. We talked a little bit about the, you know, law of attraction 2.0, um and in terms of you know what's going on in the world right now mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if there's anything further you wanted to add on that part but i was also curious about you know what does that mean then this whole piece about getting out of your own way um you know how do you sit in a dentist chair and not need <laughs> and, well they're I'm sitting in a dentist chair that? that's not it's not super practical, right? It's like, you're not going to be sitting in the dentist chair because it's not about that. I just had to prove in order to teach this stuff, I have to live it. Right. Right. So, um, (laughs) sitting in a dentist chair without freezing is not what I teach, but, uh, (laughs) however, if you imagine it's not being taken out by the world, right. It doesn't matter what the circumstance. (laughs) And so that's more the, if, if the question is about what's going on in the world right now, does it mean not having compassion? No, it, it's amazing because what happens when you see polarity like wars is uh, a lot of people just stop watching, stop watching it, stop reading about it because They operate as though, you know, we're all moving towards the state of being able to be both incredibly sensitive to what's going on while having the energy of what we're being sensitive towards. Because I'm very careful about using the word um, empathy empathy is when you're commiserating with someone, right? right? And that's taking on their energy. But when you're a sensitive human, and by the way, our evolution is to become what people now, you know, they name themselves as empaths, as I heard you earlier do. But imagine that we're all headed towards being that empathic, that that you're actually ahead of the curve, Mm-hmm. that that we are all headed to being so sensitive and aware of our greater consciousness and your i people like us that are are innately you know that way came to it in our own way um that's how everybody will be but imagine that what we feel then becomes a in a sense, a fuel for our passion. What we feel when we understand how consciousness works, what we feel actually becomes the fuel for our purpose Mm -hmm. instead of having it be this thing that we have to protect from, you know, all these things going on in the world is just too much. I get just got to, you know, I need to, I need to run away. I need to live on a mountaintop. I need to, you know, not be around people. I need to be single. I need to be, you know, whatever people do in order to, I need to snake bite people. You know what I mean by snake bite? I need to like, I need to like bite people so they don't get too close, you know, cause I don't want to take on their energy. And when we're thriving, we actually embody and can move through that sensitivity such that that sensitivity and what we pick up on fuels our purpose as long as we learn the skills to then be able to also flourish forward and live an overflow. Do, yeah. do you kind of get the transition or the, and so 
and so you asked about what's going on in the world. Well, with what's going on in the world, um, if we could actually take all of the polarity, imagine what would happen to people if we all had the ability to take the polarity and the clarity that we were given, being given through the contrast about why we're here and what gives us meaning. And if every single piece of the puzzle of heaven on earth, which is pretty much everyone, um, would actually live out the reason they were born instead of running around trying to protect from each other and snake bite each other and separate from each other and try to find the party who's right. You know, try to find the group of people that are right, trying to find the community that's right. They're right. We're righteous. Mm -hmm. So it would be a different world, wouldn't it? It would. And and definitely it's always better to be, you know, moving towards and forwards um, mm -hmm. than it is to be running away from something, right? Right, right. Or <laughs> moving towards, as you said perfectly, and then the alternative can also be fixing the old. Right. So you can either run away, as you said, brilliantly, or you can actually uh, try to fix the old so that it's acceptable to you. But really uh, addressing what doesn't work isn't half as effective as being catalyzed by the old to give you clarity about the thing that you want to create forward. Right. So it's a completely different way of operating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you're talking, <clears throat> you're taking me back to um, a period where I was, I was not in alignment. I was working with the wrong type of clients for me mm -hmm. and yeah. I ended up burning out, taking three months off. Um, and during that time, I was like, you know, there has to be, uh, there has to be something else. Like, where's the joy in life? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember, you know, saying to myself, I got to go find more joy. Um, and then it took literally clearing out space and clearing out activity in my world to see that, you know, in, in essence, all I was doing was running around in the pond, kicking up the mud at the bottom. And there was so much mud I couldn't see. I didn't have that clarity. But as soon as I stopped all that activity and stood stock still and not creating you know, took three months off all of a sudden I could see like oh my gosh it's all around me and I've just been moving too fast and haven't haven't noticed and haven't appreciated right you know, um you know a puppy coming up and kissing you on the nose a beautiful sunset you know the the springtime that's sprouting all around you naturally and you just you're going too fast you miss all those things those moments of joy so you're not moving to for, to forwards to something you're staying stuck yes. because you don't have enough space <laughs> so. yeah yeah and then you're at the frequency of survival in that case and when you're yeah. at this frequency of you know the laws of physics say wherever you're at is what you're going to see all around you so so you know a lot of people talk about frequency Yvonne and I know for some people it sounds woo, or maybe it sounds too sciency, or I don't know what it sounds like to people. But the frequency at which you live, if you want to know the frequency at, you, at which you live, just look at the results around you on any given subject. And you can have a really great frequency about some subjects and a not so hot frequency about other ones. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to language it differently. I'm going to say your mood or the height of your perspective on certain subjects. Even recently, um, my husband and I realized that love is one of the areas that love, relationship, not love, relationship, probably maybe love too. Um, but relationship for sure is an area where we had a ton of pain. And so we're just going through another iteration of getting a higher frequency perspective on the idea of being related with another human this intimately and deeply. Mm -hmm. um, easy the first five years, but the second five years, because you get to know someone better, you know, you start to collect evidence and see things that remind you of the past. And we're at yet another choice point of, of getting a higher view of what we're going through and moving through the patterns from the past with our eye on the moving forward towards what we know is possible. Right. We know, we know what's possible. And so we're on this amazing journey together down the wormhole of what's possible in the third entity of the two of us together. Not mm -hmm. me, not him, 
but the two of us together is yep. another entity that yep. gets created when I'm whole and complete in myself and he's whole and complete in his self. So um, it's another interesting journey where neutrality matters so much. And, um, and in relationship, it's such a great microcosm of the greater macrocosm of what's happening in the world in relationship. Can you see how, I mean, I just think it's crazy. We all wish that the other person would change sometimes so that we can feel more comfortable. Yeah. And that, and that's not going to happen. I mean, no. we, can, we can adapt how we respond to things Yes, versus changing the other person. It's so much easier. Um, you know, you, you know that I've been doing quite a bit of work around personality science recently. Yes. Actually, I, I posted um, uh, a, um, an hour long video that was talking about yeah. the personality science and how that integrates with uh, Gary's work on the five love languages. Yes. Really interesting to, you know, when we understand the other person's values and we choose to embrace and how we're going to communicate respecting their values, it's a whole different conversation, whole different conversation. 100%. I just did a Kobe analysis on myself, (laughs) right? And once we understand and we teach a certain format of personality types as well. And it's, 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 it's a lot more fun. (laughs) Yeah, it is. <laughs> to be able to communicate with people, understanding that instead of the, I mean, you'll be a perpetual victim of your circumstances if you need everyone else to change for you to be happy. And for some people, that sounds like wah, 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 like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because until you actually experience what it's like, yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it sounds like blah, blah, blah. But in truth, I mean, I remember the first time I did a personality analysis on my sweetie and I thought, oh, no wonder we get intention around this thing, right? Understanding and clarity. Yeah. 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 And once you understand, it's like, that was apologetic. I remember being very apologetic. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that was your perspective on that stuff, Yeah, you know, and really having compassion so it goes back to compassion definitely compassion and so as you're um as the audience is listening to that if you're curious about you know what's the my favorite tool um you want to get your own personality assessment um i'll I'll do that as a gift for listeners um you can just text me um text me the word code um and i'll give you the number to text so if you have your pen handy there or your phone you can just pop it in your phone right away the word is code c-o-d-e and it's 403-668-9279 403-668-9279 so we talked about offering um in the midst of this fascinating conversation offering up the opportunity to dial in i haven't heard that um we have um too many people calling in from my producer at this moment, but they could have been uh, calling in earlier when we were deep in discussion. So just again, last uh, opportunity here, the number to dial in if you're jo- wanting to join this conversation is one 627 6008 And that would be any questions that you have either for Jennifer on this topic of getting unstuck, um, the um, applied physics, how to get out of your own way, or if there's any questions for me as well. Well, even around the idea of what's going on in the world, Yvonne, like to me, that's what people don't understand. And when you don't understand, you get an emergency mode, right? So, um, you know, the, the, what is happening right now has been, has been an interesting time. If you imagine there are more people around the world focusing in on compassion and understanding for certain groups that are suffering and, you know, COVID for instance, was something at first there was not too much polarity about it's like, Oh my gosh, everyone was on the same page, but then there was then vaccines, not too much polarity. 
Um, but then there was, and we got mm-hmm. to see po- politically, not too much polarity, but then there was, right? Yeah. But all of a sudden we see some people in the world suffering um, from, you know, behavior that looks very much like a tyrant. And, um, and we start to have compassion and it hits a part of every human being on the planet to watch other people um, be so courageous and um, be able to hear and see them firsthand doing that stuff. And it's when we all come into our heart and are all focused on what can I do? How can I help? That's when the world starts to change, where we come together for one reason, rather than the polarity of arguing for sides. And in a way, um, when you can get the majority pointed towards their heart and compassion, and then acting from that compassion, um, that's when the world starts to change. Yeah. And as you're talking there, I I had that, you know, um, we are the world song in my head, right? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really can make a massive difference. So with with, um, coming back to our focus for a moment of of the book, um, in terms of maybe three things that uh, in our last time, you know, five or so minutes together, um, you know, what three things were the biggest takeaways that people can do to successfully navigate through all this craziness and through their lives what are the three top tips to share today right so so in the book there are it addresses 12 main areas of life yeah um and builds a bridge to that deeper understanding so there's a sense of freedom mm-hmm. i would say that to start the three of three aspects that would be fairly a fairly profound movement towards that feeling of being more than resilient but overflowing with possibility are one if we actually and you touched on this at the beginning of today if we actually did something before we went to bed to find a sense of neutrality or a sense of nothing on your slate, um, a place where you aren't charged by anything in the, in the world. So what I tell people to do is first of all, write everything down that you're thinking about on a piece of paper and put it in a drawer and it'll be there in the morning for you. So everything that you're thinking about, everything you think you need to do, all that kind of stuff. The second thing around sleep time is to actually make the declaration that the day is complete, that Mm -hmm. you are complete for the day. So what you're doing is you're clearing your schedule because the only thing on the schedule when you go to sleep is sleep. So the, and when we go to sleep, what's even more crucial is that we actually allow the metaphysical aspect of ourselves. We could say, you know, depending on who you are and what your spiritual beliefs are, it could be your guides, your angels. We could say greater consciousness, greater wisdom. We could say physics. We could say God. It doesn't matter what you call it to me. But when we allow the part of us that comprises over 99.39% of us to take command of whatever's been asked for, during the day, whether we ask for it consciously or not, what happens is um, consciousness has the space to be able to um, work on that. And the beautiful thing about doing those three things before you go to bed is that um, you're in receptive mode while you sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you wake up in the same vibration within about 10 minutes you'll be in the exact same vibration that you went to sleep in. Mm. So to shift your consciousness before you go to sleep is such a powerful thing because you're also setting the stage for how you wake up and for your receptivity of the miraculous while you're sleeping. So those are three things all pertaining just to going to sleep. Right. That would make a huge difference. 
I think I think given everything that's going on, if everyone was getting a, a um, deep sleep at night and being able to wake up with a, a shift in their mindset mm-hmm. and their their frequency and start the day with a clean slate, that in itself <laughs> would be a, a gift for a lot of people. Very very right. simple and yet a powerful way to to move through things. So. I am going to encourage everybody, if you don't have your copy already of Jennifer's new book, Unstuck, The Physics of Getting Out of Your Own Way, that you pick up a copy. You can keep in touch with her through The Wide Awakening. Um, Where's the best place, Jennifer, for them to get their copy of the book? The best place is to go to, uh, they can go straight to Amazon and just search Unstuck and Jennifer, H-O-U-G-H. That's the best way. If they want to stay in touch with us, we'll be uh, we'll actually be starting um, a book club soon for the book because lots of people have been starting book clubs, and I thought, oh my god, they're starting them before I'm even doing any, you know. So <laughs> that's been really exciting. I have one of my coach friends; she's giving away to every one of her clients. But um, but to be in touch with us such that you can get more about how to live and, you know, really embody that operating system with the, which the book is an excellent start of. Um, they can go to the wideawakening.com forward slash the number three days, three days. Okay. And that will get them three activations where I'm speaking out loud about the bridges that we talk about in the book. So that sounds yeah. like a, a great gift. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sharing today. If you are curious about what I mentioned earlier on about being a more conscious uh, CEO, if you're an entrepreneur listening, female entrepreneur, and you want to join me on March 23rd at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, there's more information about that on my website under the events tab, and that is YvonneSilver.com. So go check that out. Become a more conscious CEO, hire and uh, lead your team with ease and grace. Because we all know that we can do bigger work when we have a team. Thank you for joining me today, Jennifer. It's been a pleasure. I'm so glad to see you again and flourishing with your new success of this book. And everyone, go get a copy of Unstuck. Thank you so much for joining in the conversation today. Thank you, Vaughn. Bye for now, everyone.